Welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. We're going to be taking a look at the Punisher War Journal uh, issue number seven with that guest appearance of uh, Wolverine drawn by uh, Jim Lee, which was super huge for uh, 1990s comic book uh, readers. But first I want to implore you, the Kayfabe audience, man, to like, subscribe, and follow to the YouTube channel and hit the bell to mitigate that Kayfabe effect so that uh, whenever we talk about a comic, it usually sells out on Amazon, eBay, and your local comic shop. So if you have this video delivered to you, you can see the stuff that we're talking about. Make your buying decision if you want to jump on board online real quick and get your hands on, on the comics that we talk about because by the end of the day... Those comics are sold out on eBay and Amazon, and uh, if you watch those videos to the end, what happens is it pushes the video content out to other uh, YouTube uh, viewers who like comics but not, might not have seen Cartoonist Kayfabe, and we've been increasing our numbers in a big way, and we, we want to keep that gravy train rolling, so much appreciation uh, to all the, the people out there who watch the videos completely. Uh, I Actually, Jimmy, I've never seen, uh, I never looked in um, Punisher War Journal number six. Uh, because this is the era, like, I'm picking these books up off the stands at the Rite Aid and the drugstores and 7-Elevens. I didn't either until many years later. This was one of maybe the first five comic books I bought. That's so cool, And so, man. like, I just never saw that. The reason I brought it for this video, because, you know, we're going to focus on uh, issue seven, important comic to me, is just because that cover's so cool. Yes. And uh, and all Jim Lee. You know, Jim you look, Lee it's just, just uh, his signature on there. So it's kind of cool as you see early Jim Lee of, like, the standout images, the moments when you're like, oh man, yeah, this dude's got something special. And I feel like that cover is a good example of it. Interesting the inking approach on those claws. Like, I, like is that dry brush? Is that uh, grease pencil? Yeah, I can't answer that. I don't know. It's, um, it's, it's neat to see Jim Lee ink himself early in his career. Totally. I mean, these are very organic lines. This is John Buscema lines. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not Scott Williams at all. Uh, I think interior-wise, it's, it's pretty similar. You know, like layouts and finished art is what you're going to see in issue seven as well. Yeah, this was the era, man. Like, like Punisher was 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 huge and just getting bigger and bigger. And then speaking of covers, I adore the color on this cover. Yeah, going blue with those characters, like what a difference. You know, like that's such a unique looking cover. And if you colored them as like human color, like flesh color. It would lose a lot. Mm. As it is, it's like red and blue on that cover. Pretty, pretty awesome. They made the announcement for uh, Abrams is going to be doing a, um, a book collection of the Jim Lee cards, mm -hmm. and I wrote an introduction to that thing. And I was I talk about this comic in the introduction because this comic is I like I didn't see the classic X Men with that backup story, but for me this comic, uh, I, I was a like Jim Lee was. Uh, the Punisher guy when, when I started he was the dude doing Punisher comics and this primed the pump for uh, Him doing X-Men in my eyes like such a cool Wolverine. Let me see him do a lot more X-Men uh, It is so funny that Jim Lee has been with DC for far longer right. than he ever was with Marvel dude It's the exact same thing for me as like Jim Ross will always be the NWA WCW guy telling us about uh, Dr. Death Steve Williams' football career <laughs> while Steve Williams is, is pummeling some guy than the WWF dude who's been there for the past 30 years. Like, Jim Lee, he could be a DC forever. He's still the Punisher X-Men guy to me. It's a really good Punisher pose, too. Like, Punisher looks like a big, strong dude there. Yeah, yeah, you gotta be to carry that fucking weapon. Can you imagine, like, how fucking tough... 
an assignment it would be to be drawing these guns in perspective, panel after panel. No, no fun, man. Yeah, I agree with that. That's a special breed that's into that kind of stuff. Also, your morgue file, if you're the Punisher guy, it's just all, like, Guns and Ammo magazines. Absolutely, dude. Like, I I used to get Guns and Ammo magazines as a little kid and chop them up and put them in my little manila folders for my uh, morgue file. (laughs) This is a crazy comic. So it's about, like... (laughs) <laughs> you, 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 it's so badass. It is, and great color. Uh huh. Greg, Greg Wright, man, he's a he's a. I'm connected with him on Facebook, and and he's he seems super cool, like very ambitious coloring, mm-hmm. right there. I don't quite know what that is, but listen, that's dope. With with lightning bolts, not very easy. Yeah, that is weird. That's a strange choice, but some fun storytelling. And it might be Carl Potts on the layouts for the storytelling credit, but but he grabs a limb to try to pull himself out. It breaks off. But then what happens? Jams it in that gator's eyeball. <laughs> when you read these Punisher comics, man, uh, it's like you can only have the scene at the wharf where Punisher descends upon guys who are waiting for a car. You can only have that a hundred dozen times. Right. Uh, so this is a poacher story. He's going to, like, Africa or yeah, something. Yeah, the Congo. He's going to the Congo, right? And... The only way you can accelerate the boyish bad badassness of a Wolverine Punisher comic is to uh, is to add the element that the poachers are going for. I wonder if this is David Cho's favorite comic, by the way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we won't give up the ghost yet. We'll get there. But dude, iconic Punisher, uh, dr- drawn by Jim Lee. The the shadows underneath the lips, like. Yeah, I Every, copied those everybody, a lot. everybody started drawing those things, man, when Jim Lee was doing this shit. Yeah, it is kind of a ridiculous setting when you think of what the Punisher is to put him into this setting is, is so over the top, but that's what comics were. Again, comics code stamp of approval on this one, so you know, maybe you don't get to do the docks and him just mowing dudes down with that machine gun. Remember the song? Blades of Steel, I remember, was being like really good graphics, you know, especially like the fight. The fight graphics were uh, really cool. I, I used to love Double Dribble. Yeah, and, uh, and that was the same deal. Like you would go in for a slam, and they would cut to that that weird graphic. My cousin Erica had a trackpad, and her, we would never be allowed to use it, man, because we'd be in her bedroom using it, making a chandelier downstairs <laughs> uh, move, and then her mom would get mad. When I was a kid, I had, like, Commodore 64 in the track and field games. It was a joystick, and it would be, like, how fast you could go left and right on the joystick. it just destroy, like, you'd break joysticks yeah, all the time for playing sure. that stupid game. And it would hurt. Like, your arm <laughs> would be all sore at the end. Yeah, yeah, same same deal. It's just A and B button, mm-hmm. man. Renegade. This is the first of those Kania Kun games that, um, that uh, Brian Lee O'Malley yeah. kind of, like, uses inspiration for some of the aesthetics of uh, Scott Pilgrim. Anyhow, back to the game. <laughs> back to it. Back to the big game. Wolverine kills this uh, deer or antelope or whatever the hell that thing is to eat it because he's hungry whenever the, that leopard comes in. And he decides to just let it go. Doesn't want to kill something that he's not going to eat, so gives it up. Very honorable hunter. Sure. I don't know what this subplot is. I think these are Shadow Masters, I, I think is the characters, but like invading this guy's home and then doing computer work. Like, like look at this shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just. 
Is that the opposite? Like, I feel... Show Jim Shooter that panel and see if it's okay. <laughs> now you have your, like, imperialist French invaders, man, who've caused nothing but trouble in this region for hundreds of years anyhow. Let's, let's add to the... Let's add to the bullshit, man. We got this Aryan poster girl right there gonna give this this native lady her her bangle. What are they looking for here, Ed? What, what kind of information are they trying to find? Cartoonist Kayfabe is brought to you by the comic books that Ed Piscor and I make. And March is Cartoonist Kayfabe Month at your local comic book shop, starting with Hulk Grand Design. The uh, history of the Hulk celebrating 60 years of Hulk comics distilled down into two oversized issues that will be in comic shops in March, Hulk Grand Design Monster, and in April, Hulk Grand Design Madness. Tell your local comic shop to reserve those or to pre-order those for you now. Also starting in March, Red Room, Trigger Warning, Ed Piscor's Next chapter in the Red Room saga begins in March. Again, tell your local comic shop to reserve Red Room trigger warnings for you. Tell them which cover you want to pick up of Red Room trigger warnings. And that'll be coming out monthly beginning in March at your local comic shop. We also have books in print that you can pick up from your local comic shop, bookstore, online, wherever you buy books. WYSIWYG, History of Computer Hacking, an absolutely stunning book designed to resemble the early Macintosh computers and uh, nominated for uh, an Eisner for the design of this book. Red Room, the anti-social network, collecting the first season of Red Room comics. All four issues, plus a lot of great bonus material in the back. The history of hip-hop, told in four oversized glorious volumes and available in these deluxe box sets. And the beginning of the Grand Design concept. X-Men Grand Design, three oversized volumes telling the the history of X-Men in one concise mega epic story. And uh, this is actually available in both oversized books as well as a collected edition, which is pretty hard and kind of rare to find. But if you do come across it at your local comic shop, pick that one up because I believe it's out of print. The books of mine that you can find in print are Plain Janes, one of the first young adult graphic novels can see 500 pages kind of resembles a manga about a bunch of high school students who start doing public art around their their town and get in all sorts of trouble and street angel deadliest girl alive a homeless ninja on a skateboard published by image comics this is a full color book collecting eight complete stories of the deadliest girl alive again these books are available wherever you buy books your local comic shop bookstore online or even a good library and now back to our regular scheduled programming she saw like uh, stuff made of some sort of special ivory or something. You need to find the animal that that belongs to. And this is where we get to the Dave Cho stuff. I wonder if Dave Cho read this. <laughs> it was like, I need to go to Africa. I need to investigate. This is, look, man, this this is one of those stories. Like, I loved all the crypto, the cryptozoology stuff, you know, like the Bigfoots and the Loch Ness monsters and stuff. This was a real one. Like, you could read about, well, real in the sense of it's one of the legendary monsters that you would read. There's dinosaurs in this one lake. Yeah, deep, man. deep in the heart of the Congo. Not easy to get to. Yeah, man. And there it is, dude. That's the only way you can make a Wolverine Punisher comic better for a nine-year-old boy inject dinosaurs into That's the true. game dude it's so true and it looks like jim lee had fun drawing those yeah for sure cool color holds serpent joints with the uh aviators 
Yeah, there's a lot of neat visuals, you know, like even though like the leaves, the foliage shadows on the figure is pretty good. Yeah, he did a good job with that. And this is the, 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 the stuff that like always cracks me up when the image dudes draw Wolverine because they'll make mention of like, oh, look at the little runt mm -hmm. and he never looks small. No, he's, he's like nine heads tall. <laughs> <laughs> see, see the uh, Rob Life, I mean, yeah, the Rob Liefeld Wolverine uh, what if comic for his, for that runt talk. Yeah, the writers really had to kind of carry the water on, on selling that he's short. <laughs> Jimmy. Nothing short about him there. Jimmy, badass man. Yes, badass. This is this is a this could be a six-figure page. This is another one that I probably drew you know a dozen times. Tried to redraw this. Really kayfabe and that stuff, but I'm okay with it. It works. It does work, and you know, like that kind of Wolverine, especially with the black pants and everything, pretty close to those fill-in issues, like the Acts of Vengeance issues that Jim Lee draws early in the X-Men stuff. Yeah, we have a video about that. Kind of similar. That's the uh, Psylocke trilogy. Yeah, I'm not sure what the time frame is, but it's not too far off. These freaking Punisher uh, armory pages, there are so many Punisher armories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This Elliot R. Brown, like, he's he's a, he's a wizard, and, and Marvel just kind of, like, kept him paid you know it's like let's keep this genius connected to to us somehow man so he did a bunch of those armory things like he drew like schematics for quinjets and just all, all sorts Buildings, of te technical drawing Iron man helmets and armor all of that stuff showed you a version of how the wolverine claws work like like in the uh the, the uh, marvel card set it shows you how the billy club works for uh daredevil like they just kept this dude working man oh this is the six figure page right here man yeah, this is incredible. I love whenever you see this kind of thing where like the figure's kind of scrunched up to fit on the two-page spread, but it's such a big drawing of a figure. You know, this is close to the the um the Jim Lee stuff that he draws like on Twitch and things with all of these like organic ink textures and whiteouts and things like much less re reserved than his collaborations with like Scott Williams. I wish that, yeah, I wish there was more of this on his uh, on his comic book pages because you see so much stuff going on, like in that Here. blast radius. Like this is just the leather on his pants yeah. or on his boot. You know, you can see kind of the edges where it's like he's almost just pushing the ink. The leopard cheetah prints. Yeah, and this is just like you figure out how to like mm -hmm. dab your brush down to just create those. You know, these are not drawn leaves. He's just hitting that with the with his brush and making stuff happen. It's I really love this sweet. too. He cuts that gun in half on the previous page, and now Punisher calls it. He just gave me a sawed off. <laughs> and we get the real story is that blonde, and you pointed out, is there trying to get, uh, I think it's a million dollars ahead to kill one of these dinosaurs. So that's her motivation and why they're here. And this whole ruckus is now threatening that as the dinosaurs are going back into the recesses of the jungle. Yeah, it's, it's, so, it's so funny like this kind of stuff because you think the person that would want to pay millions of dollars for a dinosaur head like what a waste like like why wouldn't you just want like the dinosaur or like what are you going to do with that just to have a dinosaur head it's like it's 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 extra cornball but i do like this idea like gun goes off and scares the brontosauruses and then they just like lumber back. It, it's a moment that you don't see. Like this is where J Jim Lee as storyteller is kind of whack. Because like in my mind's eye, like I know how I, I would pace this page, man. And then you would see like back here somewhere, like the, 
the brontosaurus just trailing off. This character design reminds me of Walter Simonson, and knowing his love of dinosaurs, I can't help but think, like, maybe that's a little bit of a Carl Potts nod that direction, but also, like, Punisher in his uh, halter top and Daisy Dukes oh, yeah. is really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going straight to <laughs> the YMCA after this to clean himself up. Uh, this is totally, like, a central casting you know, like, that guy's in Jurassic Park, I feel like. Yeah, right. I would love this kind of stuff. Absolutely. The silhouette, but just a little bit of the skull showing. <laughs> and you gotta have your morbidity. Like, it's not a pun Punisher comic if you don't have some atrocities. And we were pretty late on the atrocities for a while. So Punisher's gonna tie this dude up, go back to NYC. But he knows that little wolverine is going to be able to sniff him out man so he might have to he might have to dip he might have to move and then when we, we revisit the fella who was tied up mm -hmm. didn't end well for him no poetic justice though whenever our uh brachiosaurus stomps on him <laughs> great issue man pretty fun um i love that last page oh yeah that, that, that's a cool one you know like if when I think of Jim Lee, that's the last thing I would think of, but I like that page a lot. Yeah. Really, really awesome. Yeah, a whole lot, man. whole lot. And, and Manula was out already, man, so you see these guys starting to, starting to um, crib some Manula style. That's a, uh, a Brontosaurus, which I believe they say is not, uh, not a real species anymore, right? Is that true? I'm pretty sure. It's interesting, man. Like, I was just at the museum. We had a nice day, you know, not too long ago, and, and uh, like, time to get out of the house for a little bit. Uh, and you see the dinosaur bones, and then you see like the paintings and stuff, and they, all this conjecture. It's like, how do you know any of that, man? How do you know any of that stuff? How do you know what color he was? I don't see skin. I see bones, yeah. and I don't even see real bones. Cause like a long time ago, I, uh, I, um, what do you call it, man? Like I pled, I gave money for one of the Stegosaurus uh, plates, uh, to, uh, like a sponsorship or whatever. Yeah, it's all fake. Like, I mean, they cast it from real bones or something like that, but you're not looking at real bones. It's, it's bollocks. <laughs> I had no idea you did that. Yeah. I love the dinosaur skeletons, though. They're so cool. That's my favorite part of the Pittsburgh airport is the T-Rex skeleton that you pass going in and out. It's always, like, I mean, you know, yeah, okay, Th That man. next to Franco Harris. <laughs> <laughs> like, let, let's go, yeah, sure, let's go look at artwork. Let's go look at, you know, the Frick family's collection of artwork, man. But can we look at the dinosaur bones, please? the Eddie P. Modus operandi. Anyhow, fantastic issue, man. One of those ones dusted off. You see the newsstand gimmick right there, man. Bought at the drugstore or something. Man, where'd you get this thing, you think? West Side News. Yeah, there that it is, That was my, uh, my little magazine cigar uh, lottery shop, you know, in, in uh, where I grew up. You and see, that's kids? where I got comics for the first couple years. There were these things called newsstands. Doesn't this look like Dave Gibbons, kind of? Yeah, it does Some a of the bit. symmetry? Not quite. That whole thing is strange. Agreed. Agreed, especially uh, since Paul Mounts gets color. Anyhow, good to go? Yes, I Kay, am. Kay Faber's life. Follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell. We'll notify you when new vids are available. What's out there, Jimmy? Hulk Grand Design coming in March and April to your local comic shops. Let them know now that you want a copy of Hulk Grand Design. Let them know which cover you want for Hulk Grand Design. But uh, they can still pre-order those books, so let your local comic shop know that you want a copy so that you'll definitely get one. 
And uh, you can join me on patreon.com slash jimrug where you can see some of the making of Hulk Grand Design along with my other comics, original art, and that sort of thing. Red Room Trigger Warnings, issue number one, hitting the stands in March, March 9th. Uh, four issues of this round coming out on a monthly basis. Every issue, though, is completely self-contained. So if you see an issue, scoop it up, uh, get it put on your pull list, get it reserved at your local comic shop. Uh, you can also read these comics today on my Patreon, patreon.com slash edpiscor, three bucks for the archive there. I'm into uh, serializing the third issue of Trigger Warnings as we speak, and uh, more than 200 pages worth of stuff, like I said. You can get to the links to pre-order, hit the Patreon at my link tree in the description below this video. What else do we have out there, Jimmy? Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe e-newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts and merchandise at the links below the video. All right, man, give them those marching orders. We're going to be on our way. Read more comics.